Chestnut Hill Technologies is a leading technology integration and cybersecurity consulting firm based in the Boston area and owned by BC alum. CHT provides world-class strategy and consulting to Fortune 500 and mid-cap firms throughout New England and nationally, including State Street Bank, Amaj Pharma, and Intel Corporation. Check them out at chestnuthilltechnologies.com. That's chestnuthilltechnologies.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Minutes with Mew podcast presented by Chestnut Hill Technologies. I'm your host, Mike Galtieri. So happy to have you on board and lucky enough to be joined by Scott Mutrin. But before we get to Scott, I'd like to remind everybody, if you're a BC football fan, you need to join the BC Football Gridiron Club. It's bcfootballgridiron.com to sign up and get more details. All right, everybody, like I said, bring Scott Mutrin on. You know him from the BC Learfield IMG Radio Network. And uh, a tight one, a close game, folks. 34-28 BC Falls to number one Clemson on the road. They were ahead 28 to 10 in the second quarter, 28 to 13 at halftime after a 50-yard field goal. And then Scott, the wheel sort of fell off the second half. But uh, I guess let me ask you, what was your feelings coming out of that game? Well, I thought that they made some good good strides. I thought you know the first half they they really um, you know moved the ball. They 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 wanted to throw it on Clemson at the beginning. They hit some some nice passes down the field. Clemson was playing a lot of man coverage, so you know Phil Dracovic was able to hit some big plays. Uh, staying that momentum in the second half, they uh, you know some penalties and they shot themselves in the foot a couple times, and uh, and then the defense I think just kind of wore down because they were on the field a long time, and and that just kind of snowballed. But I mean, you look at it, you took the number one team in the country in their barn um, to the fourth quarter, you had a two point lead, and uh, you know you couldn't ask to be in a better position and. You know, I've heard this, and and I stand behind this. This statement is that it doesn't take long to to you know turn things around and, and establish things moving in the right direction, but it does take uh, some time to learn how to win in those situations. Yeah. You know, and what I mean by that is that you can you can get to those situations quick if you get the right people, but then to learn how to finish and close out games that takes some experience, and you need to. Uh, you need the culture of, of that and finishing to do that, and, and that takes some time to build. So the good news is they, they got to, to the level where they competed. Now they just got to learn how to finish when they get in those situations. BC came firing out of the game on offense, really liked the play calling and the movement. Phil Dracovic uh, was 12 of 24, 204 yards, two TDs. Uh, just thought, what do you think of his performance in that early great start? Uh, see, he did settle down, of course in the second half, but uh, overall your perform your thoughts on the QB play versus Clemson. Yeah, I thought he did well. I thought he was really tough. He took a lot of shots earlier in the game to stand in there because Clemson was, was really intent on putting a lot of pressure on the quarterback and they wanted to get to him. Um, they're an aggressive downhill defense, so they, they don't sit back. They're not read and react and they play man coverage on the outside. You, you That's what they wanted to do. And Phil was able to, you know, to, to stand in there early on and take some hits and get the ball downfield. And then I think as the game progressed, it was just BC got in on, you know, in some longer third and longer situations, which kind of, um, you know, hurt them, but they still, you know, they're driving there in the last part of the game with a chance, um, you know, to put on a, a go ahead, uh, you, you know, to, to put us some go ahead points on the board. And they just, they just weren't able to get that cr- crucial third and nine or fourth and nine. And, I know some people were, were concerned that why you throw those deep shots. And I, and I think that, um, 
that was just maybe in part of some of the game plan. And Phil just wanted to take a shot to see if they could catch Clemson napping there at the end. And, uh, you know, would you like got the first down and get a couple more downs? Maybe. But, you know, the, the fact that they're in position to go ahead and win the game in the last three minutes is, is something to be said about that and how he's able to keep them in the game. C.J. Lewis, Zay Flowers, Jalene Gill all had really good games. Uh, Lewis, 5 of 66. Uh, Flowers, 3 receptions, 63 yards. Gill, 1 of 48. But I feel like it was a big reception. Just what, It's nice to see some BCY receivers playing well. Uh, we're used to the running, uh, ground and pound, big offensive linemen. Just uh, your thoughts so far on that unit and uh, their performance down in Clemson. Um, I, I thought they, they did well, and you're starting to see some other guys, you know, come yeah. around. Don't forget Hunter Long and Jelani Galloway are guys that are uh, yep. Yep. making some contributions as well. Gill has a, had a punt return for a touchdown taken off the board by a block in the back. So, you know, he's an explosive guy. Really, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing him continue to develop for the second half of the season. I think Gill is one of those guys that uh, is finding his stride and is going to get uh, is only going to get better as the season as the season goes on and into next year. So that that's a you know Zay Flowers has really developed into a you know a three down receiver and he can run the whole route tree. He's not just a go guy and he's not a jet sweep guy. He can run those intermediate routes. He can run some crossing routes. Um, he just needs to be a little more consistent in catching the football. But um, you know he he's really come has improved and taken a big step from his freshman to sophomore year and I really think he's going to continue to grow as well so you got to be excited when you're looking at that wide receiver corpse and then defensively first half holding Clemson to 13 points obviously a big play uh, by Sebastian what did you think overall though in the uh, defensive unit for BC um, I thought they did a good job. Um, in the beginning and to create the turnover for a touchdown was nice. Uh, I just think that they really, really still, um, still need to be better at getting off the field on third down. I mean, you'll see the stats and I think they'll say they were seven for 15 or seven for 14 on third down, but you also look at some of them and they resulted in, I think three, four downs that Clemson went out and converted on. So in essence, it's more of well, it's more of a 10 of 15 because they were able to, to move the chain. So I think that they can get a little better in their third down conversion. And if they can get a little better at getting some pass rush uh, with their front four, they're going to continue to be better and, and improve in that area. But I really like the way the defensive backs are playing. Um, they're challenging guys. They're they're not they're they're getting better in their tackling, and they're doing a really good job. The the good thing is you know BC's rotating a lot of defensive linemen. A lot of guys are playing. Um, you know they're playing hard. They're just they're just not finishing drives. They they'll start off well. They'll have really good first and second down, and then give up a third down, and that just keeps them on the field longer. And if they could figure that out and and figure out how to get off the field, that you'll see that defense um, really get better. And, and I think it's encouraging along that way. Um, they're close, but, you know, they have moments where they look really good and then they just they just can't get off the field. And then special teams, Grant Carlson, I, I go to him because he had a couple good punts pinning Clemson down and then a third good punt, but they're called back on penalties. On um, that special teams, you'd like to get your thoughts on that. And also the play by uh, John Tessitore. I don't know if you heard the broadcast, but Joe Tessitore was calling the game. They, uh, nice special teams play to – draw Clemson offside, keep the drive going and scoring a TD on the next yeah, play. I mean, you, you talk about you know, a bunch of special teams, game-changing plays. You have that play by Tess, and 
you know, as a father who has sons that play sports, not necessarily football at this moment, but to, to be able to, to be there, to see it, to call it is, is a special moment that you'll never forget as a dad. Yeah, I was surprised uh, he kept his emotions in check on National Yeah, he did a really good job of that. So I was pretty impressed by that. Yeah. And uh, I, I thought, you know, like I mentioned earlier, you get the punt return come that's taken off the board. Then you get... Um, Chestnut Hill Technologies is a leading technology integration and cybersecurity consulting firm based in the Boston area and owned by BC alum. CHT provides world-class strategy and consulting to Fortune 500 and mid-cap firms throughout New England and nationally, including State Street Bank, Amaj Pharma, and Intel Corporation. Check them out at chestnuthilltechnologies.com. That's chestnuthilltechnologies.com. Then you get those two punts that, like, you have two punts back-to-back, one on the one and one on the two that get called back for some, one was, a, I thought, very questionable penalty. But you get those called back, and, and those are, you know, they ended up getting it at the 10 anyway, so you lose about eight yards of field position. But still, um, that's the moments where they, you know, they look great in special teams, and then some moments where, you know, some penalties really hurt them. So the Eagles, four and three now, uh, you know, it, it, the way this season has been going, it feels like, you know, Scott, they should have a better record than this. You know, four and three. You know, what, what's your thoughts on that? And just the progression now as we look towards, a, you know, a very important stretch next two weeks, Syracuse and Notre Dame. Yeah, I think they really need to focus on uh, Notre Dame for today. Um, I, excuse me, on Syracuse, Syracuse for today Syracuse, because yeah. they can't let they can't let the, the Clemson game linger. You know, and it's going to be tough to get as emotionally charged up for that game um, as, as they would have um, – in normal circumstances, just because of the, you know, you're going to from 19,000 people where they played uh, for the first time, um, you know, in front of a, a crowd like that, um, to now all of a sudden you're playing in an empty stadium in Syracuse, you know, versus a team that, you know, you should be, uh, you know, you're already a two touchdown favorite over. So it's going to be tough to to get that that kind of emotion back and revved up. But they need to find a way to do that. And that's the sign of a you know, a good team and good leadership is their ability to be able to um, not let last week's game affect this week's game. Uh, I think that's what they really just need to focus on and, and be able to put that one behind them. I know it's tough and they felt that they had chances, but they really can't, um, they really just can't uh, let dwell on that and linger on it. They got to just be able to move on and get to this next one. Now, let me put, let me put, have Scott Mutin, the player, Put this uh, your perspective on this. Interesting, get your perspective on this. What was it like if you were a player in this game versus Clemson? Would you be happy that you played them tough on the road, or would you just be like no moral victories that we lost? End of story. How would you react as the player uh, coming off this game against the number one team, Clemson? I would be absolutely pissed. Yeah, I mean, yeah. when you're, I mean, I look at it my last game at BC when in '98 when we had Notre Dame beat and had a chance to win it. And, you know, they weren't number one in the country, but they, I believe, were a top 10 team at the time. And when you're that close and you know that, you know, you played better and a couple plays go your way, if you just would have executed or done something the right way, to have that win is so much better than to think about that the so close. Yeah. Uh, the, the To be so close and to come up short is more heartbreaking than anything you could ever have. So that's there's no like, oh, congratulations, we hung in there. Like that, that doesn't sit well with me as a competitor. It never did. I can't imagine it sits well with any competitor in that locker room. 
um, you, you're close, but you want to win because that that's a statement win. Like that's a you win a game like that. And you're, you're top twenty five. Yeah, you're yeah. top twenty five. You're you're well. It's not that, but you're legendary. Yeah, because you, you you beat the number one team in the country at their place, and people will talk about that forever. Yep. It will live. It would live for infamy, in infamy, and you know. So it doesn't does no good to look back and say, "Oh darn, we we could have won, or we were close." Hooray for us! Like no way. You, you're pissed the whole way, and hopefully that feeds into the fire for the next you know the next week that you you just want to get back out there and play again because you just um, you're you're so upset that you didn't finish when you knew you had them that close and you could have won if you just would execute it on a couple other couple more plays. You're right. I was thinking about that during the game when they were ahead. What, you know, what would it, where would it rank? I think, you know, you have obviously Miami '84, uh, Notre Dame '93, uh, the Virginia Tech game '07, and you know this. That, you're right. That game would have been right up there. But unfortunately, when you lose, you know the memory fades fairly quickly. I don't think you're going to really oh. remember this game too much after nope. next couple of years. And that's just the, that's the harsh reality of it. That's life. I mean, you know, no one remembers the close losses nope. unless they, you lose them in tragic manner, like the uh, '98 Notre Dame game and the, the was the 2001 Miami game at home. Yeah, where BC's driving in there and the Ed Reed interception. Yeah, oh. uh, return yeah. off the interception. That was brutal. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah, you remember those. It's it's like fishing, right? You remember the big ones that you drop, and you never you, the big ones you lose, and you never remember like the the good ones you have along the way. You always remember the ones you could have had. Mm. Yep, and this one stings, no doubt about it. Up, up, uh, especially up so much at halftime. That's the uh, that was the killer part of it. All right, Scott, moving out to Syracuse. First of all, what was your spread like? How did you, how did you guys do in Chestnut Hill watching the game uh, up there in the press box on Saturday? Well, we had a little pre-candy snack from um, you know some Halloween treats that the guys brought in. Uh, <laughs> there you go. I did not participate in any of that. <laughs> uh, we had. Uh, Wegmans again doing a great job for us, giving us a nice spread. We had some, uh, we had some, see, you know, side Caesar salads and some uh, pasta, some pasta with bolognese sauce. So wow. that was a nice little treat, like to come in there. Yeah, it was tasty. So uh, we were we were spoiled then. Uh, so uh, I was I was happy with that, and then we got to go home and get home in time for trick or treating. How did you eat the bolognese sauce and not like fall asleep afterward? That's that's pretty heavy midday. Uh, yeah, it wasn't too bad. But, you know, <laughs> I'm an active guy. I, I had I had worked out before, so I didn't eat. So it was a good there little go. uh, way there to just go. kind of uh, you know stabilize my metabolism. <laughs> there you go. All right, Scott. Well, thank you so much for the time. We'll be following you. Big game, Syracuse, BC is always fun. No matter the records, Northeast schools kind of going at it. Big East. So, yeah. Uh, well. Unfortunately, I don't get the ride to Syracuse. The guys are going to be there, but because of certain restrictions, you're not allowed to have a certain amount of people. So I'm going to be watching at home with everybody, and I'm trying to figure out the best way to do it, whether I live tweet or do something entertaining. Um, but I'm going to be at home watching the game like everybody else because of these restrictions. So uh, okay, okay. hopefully the boys drive safe to Syracuse on Friday and uh, – they don't get to, they don't run into any uh, mean highway patrolmen out there. Yeah, the weather looks actually great this week. It's too bad it's not outside, really, in Syracuse. You don't say that often in Syracuse, but yeah, or that's... maybe I'll just boycott the game altogether just because they didn't they wouldn't let me come. I don't know. I got to <laughs> figure this out, Mike. You got to help me figure this one out. <laughs> well, it's an easy drive, ninety a couple hours, so that they'll be all right. But yeah, yeah, you, no, no, you we need to see we need Mutrin. We need uh, <laughs> we need him on the the Twitter. You know, uh, you had a great. Uh, 
great video there pregame. We got me fired up, playing crazy. Uh, Talk about your pickup basketball days uh, before yeah, the game. Right. My high school basketball days, it was funny talking to a couple of buddies of mine from back home in Cleveland. And it's funny, you know, not a lot of kids today are playing multiple sports because it seems to have gone the way of the dodo bird. Um, <laughs> but uh, a couple of my high school basketball teammates were talking, and, you know, we weren't the biggest, you know, the tallest team, but you know, we were tough to play against, and we didn't we didn't sit back against anyone. We played some against some really talented players that, you know, had great college and professional careers, but we ended up, you know, winning some of those games just because of uh, – we were tough to play against and we didn't give an inch. We didn't believe what everybody said that, you know, these guys are going to be better than us. You guys are just going to roll over. You're not as athletic. You're not as talented. And you know what? It's, it's one of those things that if you play that way, it, it, it makes it, you know, it's tougher to play against. And, and I really think that, uh, you know, if you play with a certain amount of that edge, it's like most of the, you know, most of the teams that go in to play teams like Clemson, are, are beat before they even walk out of the bu- uh, walk out of the locker room. So it's like, don't give them that satisfaction. Just let them know that you're going to be around. You're not going to give them one inch. They're going to have to earn every bit of it. And I think Clemson would say that you know they had to earn that. BC didn't give it to them. Yeah, no question. It. No so. question. You're right. You're right. Hey, and that mindset. Hey, no, we joke around, but hey, that mindset got you a scholarship to D uh, one <laughs> football school. So right, and and known as one of the biggest. Uh, never made it uh, recruits and failure recruits in BC history. Yeah, absolutely, Mike, it did. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. That's not true. All right, Scott, appreciate it. On that note, we're going to wrap it up. <laughs> Thanks, Mike, I appreciate it. All right, thank you. All right. Chestnut Hill Technologies is a leading technology integration and cybersecurity consulting firm based in the Boston area and owned by BC alum. CHT provides world-class strategy and consulting to Fortune 500 and mid-cap firms throughout New England and nationally, including State Street Bank, Amaj Pharma, and Intel Corporation. Check them out at chestnuthilltechnologies.com. That's chestnuthilltechnologies.com.